Welcome to Praying the Psalms. My name is Anne Bradley Thomas, and today we'll be using Psalm 111. The Contemplative Sunday School class started using the Psalms last year to teach us to pray. Reflect for yourself what is your intention for participating today? If you have a candle, light it to remember that you are never removed from God's love. For our centering time today, we will gather with St. Teresa of Avila, a 16th century Spanish mystic and nun, and the Coventry Choir from All Saints Church in central Pasadena. They will be singing hymn 820, which is based on Avila's words and is a Spanish meditative refrain from the Teze community. Get comfortable, however that might be for you today. Close your eyes and take three deep breaths. Leave the past behind and put the future off until it comes. Feel your body being supported by the ground below you. Soften any muscles that are holding tension or tightness. Take another deep breath and give yourself these few minutes of stillness to prepare for the contemplative time today. Let nothing trouble you. Let nothing frighten you. All things are passing. God never changes. Patience obtains all things. Whoever possesses God lacks nothing. God alone suffices. Let nothing trouble you. Let nothing frighten you. All things are passing. God never changes. Patience obtains all things. Whoever possesses God lacks nothing. God alone suffices.
Today we're using Psalm 111. Walter Brueggemann tells us that it is an alphabetic acrostic poem. Each half stanza sequentially goes through the Hebrew alphabet. It reflects the orderliness and symmetry of the content of the poem. The psalm reflects a state of equilibrium of being well settled, knowing that life makes sense and God is well placed in heaven, presiding and not bothering. Brueggemann says it is a mood of much of the middle class church. Not many psalms are about being in a place of secure orientation. Most of the psalms reflect the truth that all of God's children are in a transient along the flow of orientation, disorientation, and reorientation. After the opening prayer and psalm in the silence, go to God in prayer wherever you are in the flow of life. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of the Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read, we may hear with the ear of our heart. Amen. Psalm 111, Praise for God's Wondrous Works Praise the Lord! I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright and the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of honor and majesty in his works, and his righteousness endures forever. He has gained renown by his wonderful deeds. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He is ever mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works, and the works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Our next reading will be Eugene Peterson's contemporary <coughs> Our next reading will be Eugene Peterson's contemporary paraphrase of the Hebrew, followed by Lawrence Wider's poetic response to the psalm. In Wider's book, Words of God, he says the author of the individual psalms asks for, complain of, praise, or repent but neither he nor those who speak with or through him expect an answer. The response is inward. As you rest in silence after the reading, listen for an inward response. Meditate on how God might be calling you to put your faith to words, 
to share the oral history of letting go of your own will and trusting God. How as a people are we being called to listen, connect, and share stories or poems of seeking God's wisdom in the midst of our human experience? Psalm 111 by Eugene Peterson Alleluia! I give thanks to God with everything I've got, wherever good people gather and in the congregation. God's works are so great, worth a lifetime of study, endless enjoyment. Splendor and beauty mark his craft, his generosity never gives out. His miracles are a memorial. This God of grace, this God of love, he gave food to those who fear him. He remembered to keep his ancient promise. He proved to his people that he could do what he said. Hand them the nations on a platter, a gift. He manufactures truth and justice. All his products are guaranteed to last, never out of date, never obsolete, rust-proof. All that he makes and does is honest and true. He paid the ransom for his people. He ordered his covenant kept forever. He's so personal and holy, worthy of our respect. The good life begins in the fear of God. Do that and you'll know the blessing of God. His hallelujahs last forever. Effortless by Lawrence Wider Thanks to the maker of the infinite, heaped particles of memory, where time escaping even as we watch a rock slide rumble down the distant mountain face, that groaning axle of eternity spoke of the wheel knowing and forgetting, law enacted teaches pity waste itself, warring dies, whispered praise endures. Our next reading will be Nan Merrill's Contemplative Interpretation. In the silence afterward, simply rest in God's loving presence. Praise the beloved, O my soul. I will give thanks to you with my whole heart. To all who will listen, I will tell of your goodness. Wondrous is creation, great builder. I take pleasure in pondering your work. Full of honor and integrity are your teachings. Those who follow them will find new life. You lift the hearts of those who suffer. You come to them in their need. Your steadfast love is food for the soul, nourishment in times of fear. You are ever mindful of your covenant, a very presence to the weary and afflicted. Your voice is truth to those with ears to hear. Your precepts are sure, 
written on the hearts of your people, they are to be lived forever with faith-filled love and assurance. You bring new life to the world. Yes, life in abundance is your gift to us. Holy and glorious is your name. Reverence for you, O Holy One, is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all who practice it. Your spirit endures forever. Robert Alter, in his commentary about the psalm, classifies this poem as a psalm of praise because it lists Robert Alter, in his commentary about the psalm, classifies this poem as a psalm of praise because it is a list of God's provident attributes rather than an expression of gratitude over a particular act of benevolence. The first line of the psalm is praise the Lord. And the last is, his praise endures forever. Eugene Peterson, in his book, Answering God, says that the book of Psalms teach us that the end of prayer is praise. The following excerpt from T.S. Eliot's Little Gildling was part of the preface for Peterson's chapter titled End. Rest in silence after the reading and perhaps ask yourself what the goal or end of your prayer is. How does your life reflect that prayer? What we call the beginning is often the end, and to make an end is to make a beginning. The end is where we start from. We shall not cease from exploration, and the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. Psalm 111, Praise for God's Wondrous Works Praise the Lord! I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright and the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of honor and majesty in His works and His righteousness endures forever. He has gained renown by His wonderful deeds. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He is ever mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works and the works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. 
The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. After the closing prayer, we will end the way we began, listening to Abelah's words, followed by the hymn, 820, Nothing Can Trouble. The hymnal cites verse 5 of Psalm 111 in the scripture index. Verse 5 says, He provides food to those who fear Him. He is ever mindful of His covenant. This version is from a small church near the Mexican border in South Texas, First Presbyterian Church, Brownsville, Texas. Let nothing trouble you. Let nothing frighten you. All things are passing. God never changes. Patience obtains all things. Whoever possesses God lacks nothing. God alone suffices. Let nothing trouble you. Let nothing frighten you. All things are passing. God never changes. Patience obtains all things. Whoever possesses God lacks nothing. God alone suffices. O Holy One, Alleluia, may I give thanks to you today with my whole heart, mind, and body. May I seek not my own wisdom, but yours. May I remember today and every day that you alone, God, suffice. May I live a life of reverence for you. O Holy One, your spirit endures forever. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.